Okay. Um, hi guys, welcome to the third episode of our podcast, Roadside Rumors. I'm Kovel. And I'm Sanika. And today we're here with um, Audrey and Ben. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, so um, so do you guys want to introduce yourself? Okay, hi guys, I'm Audrey. I'm 19, turning 20 in a month. Oh my, oh my god, god, same. I'm so old. Um, I'm turning 21 this month. Oh shit, really? <laughs> oh, okay, no. anyways, yeah, I'm in year two and I'm studying global creative industries and minoring in sociology. Uh, hi guys, I'm Ben. Um, I'm also 19, 20, turning 20. I'm in the second year, uh, majoring in geology and minoring in music. So, do you guys want to talk about your passions outside of uni, Audrey? Um, yeah, so I'm a dancer and I do a lot of choreography classes. Mostly, the style that I teach is like jazz funk, or sometimes it'll be like girls hip hop, which is like a little bit more like groovy, I guess. Jazz funk's a little more like sexy. Yeah, and then. Um, <laughs> I also do a lot of like commercial dance shows, such as like um, stuff on TVB, I guess, and then um, UTV. You guys know UTV, wow, and then <laughs> no, she's not because the artist is famous. Like dancers don't get recognition for shit. Anyways, that's another story. Um, but this month I'm not doing too much because of like exams and stuff. So yeah. were you always a dancer, or did you get into it like? Yeah, I've been dancing since I was five, but very different styles. So I started doing ballet when I was like five. <laughs> and, no, I actually did ballet for like a long ass time and I was really into it. I stopped when I was like 14 or 13, but I actually did like all the exams. So like for Royal Academy of Dance, they have like this examination course. So I did like, I feel like a lot of people in Hong Kong are very focused on like exam based stuff, yeah. right? So I think that's kind of why I got into it because my parents wanted me to have like a good, like well-rounded CV. But I actually stuck with it. Like a lot of my other stuff that I did when I was young, I just quit. Like swimming, like gymnastics, like ice skating, like a lot of things I just like quit. But dance I actually stuck with. And sorry, I'm talking for a really long time. <laughs> but I, after I did ballet, I like started to shift away. I started doing musical theater actually. So your girl did a bit of singing. So we're coming for you. <laughs> oh, okay. There was, this, there was this girl, she was at my place and she was like, can you teach her to sing? Because she had an audition where she had to sing. And I was like, oh, you can. theater so like I tried okay I tried to be triple threat it didn't really work out for me and then I started doing more like jazz funk and that's what I'm like really passionate about now what about your singing hi um so my like my passion outside of uni is uh, like surrounding music and I mainly focus on songwriting and singing in particular um before uni started I did more um Okay, let's start from the beginning. So I started my YouTube channel when I was in year 10, so 2013, I think, around so. And I just started posting covers, like, might as well, and then it's just, you know, I got no dislikes, so I was just like, let's continue. Um, and then it turned into school performances, and one school performances turned into another. And then I started doing school fashion shows, so, like, Innovation South Island, Belize, RCHK. And then... I, there was this one gig, Lion Rock Music Festival for KG5, and I needed a band, and I approached, well, basically, long story short, I took three members from another band, and I- And you made them yours? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> you literally stole all of them. I need bands, so y'all are gonna be my band. Wait, but fun fact, though, like, they wanted to leave already. Oh, So okay. it was, it was kind of- Are you guys still a band? We are on hiatus. Okay, <laughs> favorite song was the one about human trafficking. Oh, me really It's good. my favorite song. Yeah, it's so good. My favorite song is the one that I danced with you. Oh, we'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> also, are you a triple threat? Did, did he no, oh, I'm, I'm the complete okay, opposite so of her. So, so she can't sing, but I can't dance. 
<laughs> Shout out to you, Chloe, if you're listening. Um, hey. Yeah, she's she like one of our best friends. Anyways, um, yeah, so me and her like choreographed a dance for Ben, and then he didn't really dance much, but we did. Kinda, I like, moved. Yeah, he moved. <laughs> I purposely moved. He moved just like he was dancing. Yeah, like, I have no regrets, but looking back at it, it's just embarrassing. All right, what was I? Ben stealing. Ben stealing. So that was actually just for one gig. Yeah. So it was like a one-time thing, but then our first rehearsal together, we ended up writing songs for oh. some reason, and we were just like, oh, we can, there's another gig, do you guys want to play? And yeah, and, and then, that was an so we just stuck on, we, play, we played more gigs, and it turned to a point where we had enough songs written to actually publish an EP and record it in the studio, yeah. and so we did that, and in terms of the band, up until now, you know, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Music, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's ranked number two or one. We we surpassed Adele for <gasps> just ten minutes. <laughs> Good job, how? Because it depends on, like, how many people buy it at that time. Oh. So we surpassed Adele for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> I know, I was like, oh, shit. But then we dropped right back down to three. Like, in 10 minutes. Yeah, after 10 minutes. <laughs> it's okay, you have to do 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. But in uni, like, everyone's gone to uni or working. So I've been doing more individual stuff. So yeah. YouTube channels. I've been working with some producers of, of overseas. Yeah. Wait, so um, yeah. besides, like, um, singing and dancing, you guys are students, right? So how do you manage, like, schoolwork? Can I be honest? Uh, yeah. yeah. You don't. You, you know, don't. you don't. Like, you don't, you don't manage. Well, at least I didn't manage the yeah. first year. Okay. It's, I absolutely agree with that. I'm Everyone just starting to, to like yeah. realize what I should do in my second year, but first year, oh my goodness, there was no management at all. Yeah. <laughs> so which one suffered? Like the singing? Oh, or the, the music, definitely. Because um, I was very, I, I wanted a high GPA. I wanted to, because it's your first year, it's your yeah, first yeah. semester, it's a new environment, it's scary. Yeah. I had no friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <Same related> right? <laughs> and then it's like, you've got this pressure behind you, like, you're learning new stuff. I don't know, it was really, I had to focus all my energy on to studying instead of music. And so, you know, I'd stay here until 2 a.m. studying math, because you study wrong, I was right? a dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's that easy to manage, but um, for me, I think I care significantly less about school than Ben does, like significantly less. And also, not to like shit on my major, but I do think that uh, like being in the arts faculty is a lot more chill than being in a science faculty. Sorry if anyone gets offended. This is not. This is just my opinion. Because <laughs> some people do think like, oh, arts major is still really hard. But like, okay, maybe just what I'm studying personally. Yeah, it's definitely not like, oh, chill. Like I don't need to go to school. Like there are still a lot. Of she went to school like three days a week oh, yeah, or two days a week okay, last so semester. Last, last uh, time in year one, it yeah, was definitely yeah. a breeze. Holy shit! It was. Oh my goodness, it was so like, fucking hard for me. <laughs> First semester, I barely tried, and I still got like a pretty high GPA. Yeah, that's that's just the team. But like in second semester, I did like. Should I say this? Okay, in second semester, something really bad happened to me in um in school. It was kind of related to dance, and so I kind of failed two courses. Yeah. yeah. You did? Yeah, I did. Oh my God. And. I didn't really care about it. Like, I wasn't, like, it was so fucked up because I was like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't care. You weren't that affected. Yeah, and I was, I was ready to, like, drop out of school because I was that, like, basically I had, like, lost um, a lot of friends in school and it was uh, due to, like, a community that I was part of Oh my school. god, it's the most stupidest thing ever. And it was 
latest dance, but I don't want to say the name, but I think everyone knows, but yeah, it, it really, like, crushed me, and I was like, damn, HKU is, like, not a community for me, you know, because I thought, like, yeah. everyone in HKU was, like, defined by that group, Yeah. and that was really dumb, because I was like, oh, because these people are bad to me, because I failed two courses, like, I'm going to drop out of school, Yeah. and I genuinely just thought I was going to, like, not go to school and just pursue dance completely, which I don't think is a bad thing, actually. But I think the reasons for me doing that was a bad reason because my reason was like out of spite and it was out of like hatred for like the community. Yeah, the community. And it wasn't like like I should have uh, focused on myself rather than like other people. Yeah. You know, I was doing it because I didn't want to be around them when like HKU is literally not about them. You know mm. what I mean? There's more to HKU than <clears throat> like them. It's literally about my study, my education. Yeah. So I shouldn't have like cared about yeah. all the shit that happened to me because of those people and a group of people really should not make you want to leave school no that was yeah i was in a really bad place um but that's why i took a semester off from school i feel like that changed everything mm -hmm. for you i think i think it was like completely the best decision ever a lot of people questioned me they were like why'd you do that like now you're gonna graduate a semester later but no i think it was like the best decision for me mental what mental health wise and also i got to grow so much like um over summer i went to la and I did an intensive dance training there. And in my opinion, I got like 10 times better after I came back. So even though I'm not like amazing now, but like still, I got, I, I really grew so much. And then after summer, I took that semester off and just to focus on myself and my dancing. And that really helped because everything started happening for me. I taught my first class. I got like 10 gigs. Like I, She's I was practically famous. Like, I was you teach so many so classes. Much. Yeah. And then I... Yeah, I was, like, subbing classes, and then finally I got my regular slots at, like, a bunch of studios. Yeah, and then I kept doing, like, lots of shows. I did a show in Macau recently. And, yeah, that's how I started to build my connections in Hong Kong. I thought, like, Hong Kong dance community was just the dance community that I was in in HKU, but it's so much more than that. Like, yeah. HKU is just, like, the smallest part, and they're not even professional, you know? So it's not even, like, they're the people that I should be learning from. It's, like, the people outside that yeah. have, like, experienced it more. So... I think I learned so much in my semester off, and I don't regret it at all. So that's when you made the switch from learning dance and being a student to teaching it, right? So how, how has it been different? Yeah, it's been really different because um, when you're teaching, you have actually so much more pressure. Not not to say that I don't love it because I really, really enjoy my job, but um, there's definitely like a lot of pressure in like the smallest things. like. When I'm teaching class, I'll be like, wait, am I, like, explaining it not clearly? Are people going to, like, be like, oh, she's so annoying. I'm not coming back next week. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because um, dance classes are drop-in classes, so you don't sign up for, like, a month. Or, like, you don't sign up for, like, because there are some courses where you, you like, prepay for, like, yeah. eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the classes that I, I teach are all drop-in classes. So, basically, you can come whenever. Or you can, you sign up for the studio classes, and you can go to whoever's class you want. Uh -huh. And so... They're not committed to me unless, like, in class, I'm, like, really likable and they really like my style. They really like the way I teach. Then they'll probably come back. But otherwise, like, you, you know. Can't guarantee that yeah, you can't guarantee anything. Your students are not, like, there for eight weeks, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's, um, I think that's the biggest pressure. And the second pressure that I've been feeling a lot lately is, like, when I pick songs that people don't like, they just don't come to my class. Oh, <laughs> like, I will have such a huge range of students. Sometimes I'll... So one time I was at Seekers, which is a studio that I teach in Chunwan. 30 35 people came, which is like the max. And I think there was like five other people that came and they got sent away because like you can't legally have that many people in a room. Yeah. 
Like legit, they're like, thing? oh, sorry, it's like oh, a safety wow. hazard, Ugh. and so they had to leave. <laughs> like five people, sh- five more people showed up, and they wanted to take my class, and they had to leave. And I felt so bad. I was like, oh shit, like I wish everyone could have taken my class. But then some weeks I'll have like legit five people come to my class, <laughs> depending on the song. Yeah, it, it literally. What was sometimes, that sometimes it depends on the song. Sometimes it depends on. I guess like sometimes in that week they have like exams. So um, a bird literally just flew past us. That was really close. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expose her. <laughs> What song was that? So the song that got like 35, 40 people was Break Up With Your Girlfriend. Oh, Sorry, of course. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. was the other one? Sally Walker. Oh, that makes Sally sense. Sally Walker. Is it that one? Sally Walker. That's by Iggy Azalea. Like, who is she? Oh, who is she? Whatever, guys. But like, sometimes it's really hard because I will feel the song a lot and I'll be like, I really want to choreograph to this. I'm inspired by this song. I want to create to this. But then, like, it's really hard to just ignore that people will learn. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like a girl that just like does everything that's on trend. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I did um, do Ariana Grande songs because I liked them personally. Yeah. And they were also really popular at that time. So that just kind of worked out for me. But I don't want to be picking every like, oh, number one hit single on yeah. the charts right now. You know? does it, yeah. does it, is this the same for you? Like, do you feel pressure to like, you know, make music? Covers, definitely. Um, when, an, when an artist always, re- when an artist released their new album yeah. then there's always this like time period those songs would be very heavily covered by everyone because they yeah. like, everyone they'll do well yeah, yeah. That's but like abuse, yeah. i think i i have this dilemma between singing new songs and singing songs that i know will sound well yeah that's the really thing mean. so like i'd sing a lot of like Troy Zavon because mm-hmm. i love his voice i love his song and i love it sounds good on my voice as well yeah and like no one will no one will watch it well, I'll, I'll do like a Billie Eilish cover, um, and you know it'll get views. But then you know it's it's not really showcasing my voice as yeah. much as the other ones are. So yeah, but in terms of wait, what did you ask? <laughs> I said, have you <laughs> ever also thought Sorry. of taking a semester <laughs> off, or you know, because you want to make better right. music or focus um, on? Honestly, not really. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is that um, for Audrey, she's you're a whole package. You do your own dance and no, like hear me out, hear me out. You're your own dancer and all that stuff, and you choreograph. But for me, I depend on other people. That I can do covers on my own. That's easy. I can film. That's fine. But in terms of making music, I need a producer. I need yeah. a mixer, or someone to mix a master, or sometimes even a band. And if they're not there, then it's pretty hard for me to make the music I want. Because I also can't play guitar or piano or any like. Oh, do you play any instruments though? I play the mar- mar- marimba. Marimba? Um, percussion. <laughs> See, like I'm hesitating because no one knows what it is. No, but it's her photo here. Yeah, it's not, I, I, I know what it is. It's, it's like, a large xylophone. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh okay. Um, but that's the difference. Like, I can't, if I take a semester off, it would have to be for songwriting reasons. Yes. Because I can't produce. Yes. My producers are busy, are overseas. My band is in uni. What can I do? So are you gonna wait? Do you want to wait until after you need to like focus more on? The I think for now? now I'm putting on the side yeah. purely because I know that um, I have songs that other producers are working on right now. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just waiting for them, and if they send me a track, I'll write for it. But then in terms of the band, it'll have to be 
after everyone graduates. We, I don't know if I should say this. Universal. Basically, like, one of... So we got a contract... We got a draft contract from Universal. And one of the requirements was that we all graduate university. I found that kind of funny because it's like, you can't go straight into university. And I get that it's there because they want to protect us as kids. We're basically, yeah, yeah. We're basically kids. I don't know. It's just... It felt like a trap at the same time. A trap? Yeah. How so? Because it meant that we're we're their property, even though we're in uni, and oh. we oh, might be still, locked. Like, working yeah, that. we might be locked down for this four years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, talking about like universities, like mm. I was gonna ask, like, do you feel like pressure from family or something? Because you know, like how we're, we come from like Asian families, and, oh, like God. especially like Hong Kong, we yeah. we're so like education oriented, exam oriented. Mm. Yeah. So, do you like face any pressure like from family, like you know, where they see like dancing and singing? <coughs> As something not, you know, it's just like a hobby, not, not a profession. Like, this be a career, yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. I'm surprised because not really. Yeah, I'm just lucky that my my family they're like you know just do your best like it's fine. The most successful people aren't always the highest achievers. Yeah. Um, but I definitely felt that pressure during IB. During the last few months, I got a lot of gigs, rugby sevens, um, line rock, and um, I remember it was the period before exams where they were like, do not perform, do not go out, stay at home, like, you gotta do well, da 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 da, da like, that kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't know if it, was, it was, if it was the same for you, though. Um, for me, my parents are definitely, like, super supportive. Shout out to my parents. <laughs> Shout out to you, mom. She's, like, literally my queen. Like, my mom helps me through a lot of stuff, yeah. And she, her, her motto is, like, to find something in life that you are supposed to do. Like, your calling, you know, like, sorry, oh, that's, that's so supportive. But she, like, she wants me to find something that I'm passionate in and actually do it. Yeah. She doesn't want me to, like, just do what everyone's doing yeah. or do something that, like, everyone's gonna be like, oh, that's a good job. Like, yeah, yeah. she doesn't want me to just be a banker <laughs> because everyone in Hong Kong is a banker, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, I think she's been telling me that since a really young age, and that's why I'm so like I'm very ambitious. So when I do something, she always tells me like you have to go with it like 100%. If you're gonna do it, you have to commit to it 100%. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why like I'm able to like put in so much risk through dance because dance is a very risky like line of career to be honest. Like if you weren't giving it your 100%, it's very easy to fail. You can just not believe in yourself for like a split second, and like that's it. Yeah. In terms of that, my parents are very very supportive, but they definitely don't want me to drop out of uni yeah they definitely yeah. that's that's like the one like thing that they don't want me to do and i completely understand that because like um like i was saying when i did want to drop out of uni it was kind of for a dumb reason like it was it was out of a bad intention now i definitely want to finish my degree and i see how that might benefit me in the future when maybe i don't want to pursue dance anymore but i know that after uni i'm definitely going to pursue dance full time yeah do you think you're also going to pursue music full time i mean that's what i hope to do but i think realistically i'm investing a lot of my energy into thinking about postgraduate studies in earth sciences or geology just like as a back well i mean not even as a backup route but as it's, the reality is it's hard for people to become musicians. It's such a competitive, and any arts, it's so competitive. Um, it's based on what you, it's based on your craft, your work, your portfolio, what you can do. And frankly, like, it's just so hard that sometimes I think that I can't do it. And so realistically, like, I'm thinking toward postgraduate studies more so that I can make money. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, how we yeah. say something? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I think that there's like a huge difference in like the dance and singing community in Hong Kong. Mm. Even though I also agree that it's really hard to pursue dance, I think that personally, I really think that it it was a mixture of luck and hard work for me. Like a lot of it was luck and timing because um, if I if I had stayed in because uh, my plan was to go back to LA for like my semester off. So if I had gone, I would not have taught any classes. No one would know me now. You know what I mean? Mm. Like in Hong Kong, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So so the timing w- was like perfect that I actually happened to stay in Hong Kong and I taught my first class and then people started to look for oh, me. Yeah. Um, and also it's like your connections and like. Oh my god, connection is connections so important. Is so key. Like I think I just happened to run into the right people. I just happened to work with the right people that made me get more jobs and I think it's also because I'm good that's why they want me to come yeah, back yeah. right mm. but I think a lot of it is because of luck and timing like, so this is really like I can't be like oh everyone should go pursue dance because realistically um, it can't happen for everyone not saying like you shouldn't try you should try like everyone should try and pursue their passion but sometimes it, it might take longer you know like then like even if it's not happening for you now it could happen for you you know what I mean like but that's the thing like I'm planning for the just in case bit Right. Like if it happens, like hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> but if it doesn't, at least I have yeah, like I a like job before that. Like, yeah. See into the future with this kind of career because like yeah, there are things definitely. like like if you study business, for example, my brother. Okay, he's like, it's like okay, not to say it's easy for him. <laughs> sorry, Adrian. Um, but it's kind of like you study your four year um degree in your third year, you get like an internship. You still have to work hard for all these things, but yeah. there's like a route, a very clear yeah, route yeah. that you mm. follow. You get an internship, then you get. Your third year internship, if you do well, you get a you get your grad job. Yeah. I think the same goes for us, like art students. I feel like we always get questioned by people like, Oh, what are your plans after uni? And I'm just there like, Oh, I don't There's know. There's a very hard Because like for right? people yeah. studying economics they work at the bank. Yeah. People studying medicine they work as doctors, but for art students you're like you're just like what it's just like right now, answer. right now I'm enjoying what I'm studying, but like, what am I gonna do after? Exactly. So I think for me, it's just everything happened a lot earlier than usual. Yeah. Let's face it. There's not a lot of 19 year olds that are teaching class. Like yeah. a lot, a lot of my coworkers, the people that I dance with, the people that teach in my studios are like five to ten years older than me. Yeah. So it really just like came like really early, and it was like luck and timing. It was do you feel really the pressure like when you're working with them because they're so much older and experienced than you? Um. I did initially. Initially, I did, but the thing is, I got my first gig when I was seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, okay. I did my first concert when I was seventeen, and that was so intense. That was like I, I felt a lot of pressure when I was like when I was seventeen. First of all, I wasn't even like an ad- adult yet. Like I had to get my dad to go get my like check for me. You know what I mean? Like when I was doing that gig, it was a lot of pressure. But like I think because I started young and like I kind of got into the industry early, yeah. so like. I'm very used to it now, and but outside of school and in dance especially, people often guess my age should be like 23. Yeah. Yeah, legit. So so people think I'm like their age, and unless they ask, I don't tell them. Do you so. feel like the pressure, like you know, creativity wise, oh. like getting ideas or inspiration? Oh, definitely. Songwriting. If you get a creator's block or creative block, you're done. Nothing will flow. Lyrics won't flow on the pen. You know, it's like nothing connects. But there, there are moments where like everything just connects and you feel very inspired. And it's those moments where I feel like creativity just flows. Where do you usually get your inspiration? In the bathroom. <laughs> and in the shower. I will be 100% honest with you. <laughs> but I'll be in the shower and like if I have a, if I have a line like, if I have a line of lyrics, just pop out like ascending heaven. Oh, I'll take away your pain, hold you in my arms. Da, 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 da. If it like, resonates with me, then it's like, ooh, I have to write something for it. 
and I'll just note, write it down on my phone, and then it's like this process of jigsaw puzzling, yeah. just putting everything together. together. Yeah, yeah, I agree with yeah. the creative, creator's block thing because mm. I experience that like every week. No, but I, I experience that every week because every week I need to create a new choreography like for class, right? Yeah. Pretty much every week or every other week. And sometimes I will be in the studio for like three hours and it'll be before my class. So for example, if my class is at like 5.30, I'll be there from 2. And I will have nothing in my brain until like 5. And I'll be like, oh shit, I have half an hour to get like this 30 second routine done. And then suddenly it'll all come to me. Because I think the difference with me and Ben is mm. because I have a class that I have to teach, you know what I mean? So yeah. I have like pressure kind of like, yeah. yeah it's, I don't it's have the like, time pressure on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I have a time pressure. It's like I literally need to teach a class. Like, like even if it's shit, I have to. Because I think sometimes creator's block is because you're like kind of insecure. Like, I, I, at least that's personally. Mm. I, I don't know about you, but personally, I feel like sometimes I'll like be um, creating a piece and I'll feel like, wow, this looks completely shit. Like, I can't teach this. Like, no, it's really bad. And then I'll, like, just start from the top again. And I won't be able to get through 1-8 because 1-8 is, like, 1... Like, one, yeah, 1-8 one count. Like, you know. 1, 2, 3, three 4, four five, five, 6, six seven, eight. 8. Yeah, I won't be able to get through that. <laughs> That's what we said at the beginning. Sometimes, sometimes it's literally, like, four steps and I can't get through it because I'm just like, wow, this does not match music. My musicality is shit. I look bad. This step sucks. Oh, like, rude. you know what I mean? So... I won't be able to, sometimes, like, there are days like that where I just feel like everything that I create looks really bad, but because of, like, the time pressure, I, like, I'm forced to create something, and actually, in the end, like, my students will love it, like, I'll post the video, and I'll be like, wait, it actually looks really good, like, so, honestly, sometimes it's just, like, me being in my head too much, you know, so... My writing, my writer's block comes from the fact that I reuse a lot of the same words in different songs that I write, and... When I write a song, often the same melody just comes out yeah. unintentionally, like subconsciously. Just, I just use the same melody for every 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 single song, and that that's what gets me angry at myself. Because why are you using the same material for every song you write? And so that's my writer's block in a nutshell. I feel like I get that because when I listen to music, I mm. feel like there's that fine line between some artists that are just repetitive, but also just have their own style. So it's mm. like you don't want to like be repetitive, but you also want to be like, oh, if someone style. listens to that, like you want to know that's Ben. Mm. So, I completely yeah. agree with that. Like even for dancing, um, maybe you guys don't watch as many like dance videos, but you can definitely see when choreographers are like just repeating steps in every single video versus a choreographer that has a style and like is creating um, to their style, but like very different concepts in every in every like video. So I, I need input. I can't always like give yeah. give give mm. give. I'm just gonna run out of ideas. Yeah. I need like inspiration as well. So I need to be taking classes and like still learning. So with all this, what do you guys think about your social life? Because like we're uni students at the end of the day. You know, we just need to like, like chill, teenagers. relax, go out, grab a drink, and like. Do you think you guys can manage? I'm getting old. <laughs> I feel old. I feel like my back, my back hurts. You the grandma phase. My neck hurts. I need a massage. <laughs> I prefer a massage over a night out. Honestly, I was so happy to just be in my bedroom with the air conditioning yeah. on. Same. Just like, whoo! Yeah, so my social life is pretty much non-existent. My social life also lives... Sorry. No, go ahead. My social life also just revolves around Chiwa. <laughs> I mean, so we see you guys do like a lot of stuff on Instagram. And what would you say is your proudest achievement or like a really important milestone in your career so far? 
on Instagram or no? It just career wise. Because I just see you do so much cool stuff. You're like, right. I taught my first this class. Like, oh, like dancing oh. with Kim's oh. Jung. Oh, yeah. Oh, Sorry, that was cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I danced with him twice um, in the past year or two years. There's a lot to be proud of. Like, I'm really Which like is amazing. Yeah, and every time I do a project, even if it's small, like I'm still really proud of it. Even if no one cares about it, like, like it makes you feel good. Yeah, I, I recently choreographed a piece for like a group in CUHK, and they were like. They were like a BA job. Yeah, I choreographed a dance piece for them. And even though like it wasn't like school wide or anything, it was just like for their own like hall. Yeah. Um, I was still really proud of it because it was the first time I choreographed on seven people and I was not in the dance. You know oh, what I mean? Like yeah. I usually choreograph on myself. Yeah. So yeah. I think that was even though like no one cares, like <laughs> I, I thought like that was really cool. So in terms of Instagram, if we're gonna talk like numbers <laughs> and stuff, okay. <laughs> not that numbers are everything. How much have you hit? But one time a dance page called like World Dance Zero or something, they reposted my video and it got a hundred thousand views. <gasps> Yay, we stand. I think my um my biggest in terms of performance um, was playing at Clock and Flap. Oh, I think yeah, that was yeah, that was a milestone. That's, that's yeah. just that entire weekend was just so amazing. Um, even though we got the earliest set at the furthest stage from the entrance, people still came. Oh. People still came and Yay. people heard us and um, you know people came up to us afterwards and that was very great. And we had an interview with SCMP afterwards. Um, but in terms of my like social media wise, I think my most whoa kind of thing would be hitting um, two hundred thousand plays on Spotify. That is. Do you guys have so any like final thoughts or? Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram. Same. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> what uh, was the thing uh, you needed votes for? <laughs> 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 oh my god. Okay, so ICMA SingCon 2019. Vote for number 20. Come take my class. Yeah, honestly, just follow me on Instagram. I post everything there. Like, if you want to come take my class, DM me. Yeah, at Audrey Chow W. With an extra W. And at Benjamin Man Music. Yay! Yay! Shameless promo. Don't be scared to pursue your passion, even if you're still studying. Yeah. It's hard, but it's possible. it'll work out eventually, one way or, or another. Yeah. If you put in work. Thank you so much Yay. for being on our third episode.